What's going on, everybody? This is Justin coming to you live from a frigid, frigid San Diego. It's about 50 degrees out. It's telling the lads I just took a nice stroll with Megatron over to the uh, to the beach and back before this episode, feeling pretty refreshed. But uh, definitely, I've had enough of this cold weather. Um, I think you guys have it pretty easy up there in the Northwest, but got a packed episode for you guys. We'll get through all that later. But uh want to check in on the lads in the Northwest. I'm joined, as always, by co-host Jake and super special guest, host Zane. Fellas, how we doing? This is uh, co-host Jake. It's uh, dark as hell in Seattle. It's rainy slash snow, which I'd say is the worst weather because you can't even play in the snow. It's just cold and dark and the zags kind of suck. And what's the point of life? You know, I guess uh, guess we just keep moving on. That's the grand sick joke, but uh, you know, excited to see see all you guys to to have company. Uh, what's up, fellas? Super special guest host Zane coming to you live from God's country, Spokane. Uh, the weather's cold. Mark Few is cold. The Zags are cold. But one thing that is hot are the takes that are going to be coming this episode. Um, I did get. I had a, I had a longer monologue to start off, but I got distracted by the image of Jake just playing in the snow because that's apparently his favorite thing to do. Um, I would love to see you just play in the snow, Jake. Just have have yourself a time in the snow. I can have a great time in the snow. There's just no <laughs> snow around to have a good time in. Is the problem? Dry yeah. snow, wet snow, you know, heavy snow, light snow, any snow, <laughs> little party snow. Oh. Whoa, 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 the first first hey. hot take of the of that episode. <laughs> the last one was a joke. Program. <laughs> oh, brother. All right. Well, uh, good to see you guys as always. Hope you guys are staying warm. Jacob, sorry about the snow, man. That sucks. Um, got full intern crew tonight, though. Breaking news. Coop, Dan, Bambi, how are we doing? What's going on, fellas? Intern Coop here. And kind of like the Zags and the Cowboys, it is literally ice cold here. Uh, Portland is a literally literal skating rink. Can't go outside. And for whatever reason, we can't catch a fucking Zags win or a Cowboys win. So um, that's neither here nor there. We'll jump into it here in a bit. But um, yeah, let's get it going. That what is up? the one thing that makes me happy is that I'm not Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> what is up, listeners? Intern Zambi here and coming to you live from Spokane, Washington. Got about eight inches of snow and did a lot of shoveling. There are two points I'd like to make note of. One, smoking meets groups on Facebook. Dan and Zane, I know they've been loving it. Two, our no listeners, <laughs> our listeners can't see, but I'm wearing black right now for the Cowboys funeral. Suck it, Cooper. <laughs> Beautifully said, as always, Christopher. Uh, what's up, everybody? Enter Dan. 
Also coming to you from snowy, snowy Spokane, a lot of shoveling today, a lot of playing in the backyard with the dog on the lunch break for about five minutes, but apparently I, that was all I did today and had a, had a snow day. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, things aren't good here in Spokane right now, both weather-wise, basketball-wise, but luckily as we learned or as we heard on the great HBO series, Gonzaga March to Madness, it's not over. No. Oh. God. Oh, brother. I, I well, have a question. I have a question. It's the annual, you know, Dan references some work bring, being done at his house. Dan, who specifically shoveled the snow today at your house? You or your wife? Well, uh, let's just say my wife is not here. My wife is in Seattle and oh. flying home shortly. So it was it was all me. Bachelor Dan. Love it. And that's usually how it goes with the shoveling. I'm the shoveler. We usually tag team it. We usually tag team it. I'll get the front. Katie gets the backyard. Front's longer. Front's there's there's more to do. Driveway. You know, you know the drill. A little sore though. A little feeling in the obliques today. Oh brother! Oh, I was about to say, all hope is not lost in Spokane basketball. As Colin Joy and I have started our hoop fest prep for 2024, even though I probably won't be there. Just love the hoop. But regardless, let's keep this thing moving. Fellas, the AP poll streak for our Gonzaga Bulldogs has officially been snapped. I don't know what the week's count was. If anyone has it off the top of their head, that would be great. I, think I do know. What was it, 146? 146 or 147. I can't remember exactly. Whatever it is, I know it was the season of that HBO documentary season. It was the last time that we were unranked. Uh, I think that was our lowest seed as well. What were we, a nine seed that year? Yeah, we were a nine seed. So, regardless, fellas, all thing, all good things have to come to an end. Uh, it's unfortunate in the way it did. What do we think, guys? How are we feeling about this Gonzaga basketball team? I mean, I'll probably get into it more um, when we talk about Santa Clara, but I would say that losing Santa Clara's streak is a bigger bummer for me. It's because, like, if you lost to another decent team, whatever, but, like, this was such a statement loss and we don't belong in the top 25. There's not even like an argument. That's how I always thought it would kind of happen was like, we're like 15 and we lose to like a good, but not ranked team away. And that would like, you know, ruin the streak, but no, we just aren't a top 25 team and um, no one can make a three. So, you know, yeah, I, I, I think I share in much of the frustrations that my comrade Jake here um, just explained. Uh, I think, you know, if we're being honest with with each other, I think we were probably lucky to get that one additional week last week um, <laughs> in the, to keep the streak going. Um, I, I You know, I think the spin zone here is that that streak is pretty fucking incredible. Um, and it's pretty incredible given where this team comes from um, and, and, and just, just the roots that Gonzaga has uh, on the flip side, the, the not so positive look is yeah, I think we're going to start a new streak here pretty soon. Uh, and it's not going to be a good one. It's going to be number of weeks, not in the AP top 25, uh, because I just really don't see this team making it back into the top 25 by the end of the season. I would love 
nothing more than to be wrong about that take. But outside of, does anyone know how many games we have left? We have drum roll. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen before conference play or before tournament play. Yeah, I think the only way we are ranked again is if we go undefeated. <laughs> I, I, I don't see another world where where we are ranked. Uh, if we also... kill every other team and lose to Kentucky, we'll probably be twenty fourth. Yeah, no, right, I think but... we, I think we have to be Kentucky because yeah, we don't have one signature win. Yeah. But that's that's just that's just my take. Uh, you know, like Paige said, all good things come to an end. Doesn't mean this one had to, but it did. Um, and it sucks, but gives us an opportunity to start a new streak. Let's get back there soon ish. Yeah, things are looking pretty meek. Uh, I don't know, guys. Where does this team go? What I I asked this question before the podcast. Is this the beginning of the end? Am I getting too morbid too quick? <laughs> well, I we... think well, let, let's let's mention the other streaks that were snapped first. I think the other big one, right, was yeah being... the twenty six winning game winning streak against Santa Clara, right? Yeah, that well, the other one, which I think is bigger than all of this combined, is we have never not been featured on a Joe Lenardi bracket since he started doing them. We have always been in the field of 64. This past week, we were 69, and he has us as the first team out. Oh, um, <laughs> so that's to me, that streak is is far more concerning than a top 25 streak. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that. This is breaking moves for me. That's pretty tough. That's pretty tough. I mean, good lord, that's terrible. Do you guys, do you guys at this point, if you had, if you had to predict the rest of the way this goes, is this a tournament team or is it not? Let's just do, do we get into the tournament where we are at right now? Let's roundhouse this thing. I think we do. Not a high seed, but I think we do. All right. I hope we do. Honestly, I can't think of anything more depressing than March Madness without the Zags. Like, I don't like. I don't know if I'd even watch. Like, it's it's just like the soul just gets sucked out of me. It's like the last you know couple of years. Anytime past the Sweet Sixteen, anytime we got bounced, like I'd still watch the games, but I wasn't like super focused. And now that's just the whole tournament. And yeah, there's exciting moments, but it's like there's you have no skin in the game. You don't care. We're we're not even an entity. You know. We're we're desperately trying to take cash out of the ATM, but our bank is saying we have no money. That's what the Zags would be if we didn't make the tournament. So, this ugh. sounds like Vegas. Exactly. <laughs> Paige, what do you think? Honestly, no, I don't think this is a tournament team. Oh, yeah. I'll, but maybe the other guys will have more positive takes, so I'll get the negativity out. I'm gonna go no. This team has lost four of its last eight games. Uh, that stat is alarming. <laughs> I yeah, I'm gonna I'll let Dan go last because he's probably Mister Optimism. Um, based off everything I've watched, this isn't a tournament team until proven otherwise. Until we rattle off a good win against a tier one, tier two opponent, which I don't think we've done this season. There's uh, there's nothing to like hinge 
you know, change that word tournament team off of. So until that happens, we're on the outside looking in. So save us, Dan. Group, save us, Dan. I said it in the group chat uh, the other day. If we were in any other conference, no way in hell would this be a tournament team. But the beauty of our conference and the fact that we know that we, by all accounts, should be top two. If we're top three going into Vegas, we're not. That we, we got all kinds of problems. But all we all we really have to do to go to the tournament is win two games at the Orleans Arena. That is all that needs to be done to go to the tournament. Uh, <laughs> Easier so, said than done right now, Dan. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I, I just, like, think about it. Like, yeah, okay, look at our losses. We lost to number one in the country, number two in the country. We also have <laughs> <laughs> and four, a lot losses, of others. <laughs> four losses, right, to teams that are not ranked. Is there, is there three? Um, One, two. Four. No, four. it's three. Is it three? Lost to Santa Clara and Washington. Do we have five losses? We have five losses. Two yeah, teams. We, okay. lost to okay. we lost to one and two, and then we have three unranked teams that we lost to. Um, well, San Diego State's ranked, aren't they? Not anymore. They I'm weren't not. when we played them, too. <laughs> uh, so, and, they just, and they mopped the floor with us in the second half of that game. So that's, that's really uh, – Yeah, we got bullied. Anyway um, – I I just like until I am proven otherwise, Cooper. To your point, like <laughs> until we're proven one way or the other, I don't see a world where the Zags do not win in the Orleans Arena. I think that we talked about talent being a problem on this team. We should be more talented than most teams that we are playing in the conference. If you just look at the talent alone, look at a guy like Ryan Nemhard, a heralded transfer, Graham Mike, like Ant- Anton Watson's playing like a guy that can carry us. I think one, uh, that's something to to kind of make note of. Um, but if we just play like we're capable of, and I'm not even talking about making shots, it's effort, it's rebounding. It's not shitting yourself on defense. If we can tighten those things up, I do believe that we are the most talented team that we will be in the NCAA tournament. Do I think we're winning a game in the NCAA tournament? That's a different story, <laughs> but uh, let's just get there and see what the hell happens. I think, I think I brought this up in our group chat, but my, oh my, the the goals for this team have changed from getting a protected seed in the NCAA tournament to getting a protected seed in the WCC tournament. <laughs> oh no! Hopefully, it doesn't shift to wait. Everybody makes the WCC tournament, right? <laughs> <laughs> we just need to get that eighth seed, and then we'll be okay. We'll be okay. Win a couple, get momentum, play St. Mary's. Oh, should we get into? I think. This- I think- the Santa Clara game, though, and just kind of what we saw quickly. I can tell you what I didn't see. That was a three-pointer go in. We were <laughs> two for 20, and that was off Nemhard's one for six and Braden Huff's one for four. Um, Fun fact for everybody, if we shot 25% as a team from the three, just 25% off the amount of shots we would have taken, we would have won this game by eight points. <laughs> That's cool. Yep. That would be handy. Like, what the fuck? I don't, I don't know. Like, somebody step up. So It does seem like at a certain point, I mean, you're shooting 10% from the three-point. Like, at some point, you can't be insane and continue to bang <laughs> your head against a wall that won't move. You're like, just 
find a different way to score. Um, but but that said, you know, kind of bouncing off what Dan said earlier, as as remarkable as two for 20 is from three-point range, it was the first half of this basketball game that killed us, in my opinion. And that and that was all effort in the first half. It wasn't, you know, I, I don't blame there there is a certain amount of blame to be given to just the, the talent that we have on this roster. And I think that's shown in some games against like Purdue, uh, UConn, and probably San Diego State. There are games that we've lost where the effort has hurt us. And I think a little bit Washington's probably that. Santa Clara is 100%. Effort in the first half lost us this game. I agree. Like Jake Esminger had five offensive rebounds. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Like, must be a Jake thing. It, it, hey, it's hustle. It's grit. It's not talent. It's it's heart. I think that guy had five offensive rebounds in six minutes on the court. Like what? And then that they is- also had they also had their their point guard Napper or whatever who normally averages like six points torches for like fifteen. So they they got some you know, stuff that definitely went their way. But to me, with the margin for error that this team already had going into that game, to see that lackluster effort and to be minus 16 on the glass or whatever it was in the first half, um, that to me was the most concerning thing that we have seen all year. Like, we've seen some concerning stuff, but that effort and to put themselves in that hole on Santa Clara's home court while they're honoring Steve Nash, it's almost like, They're like, oh, you know, just because we have Gonzaga on our chest, we're just going to roll out the ball and win. That is certainly not the case. Um, Granted, there were some serious positives in the second half. Like, I think there were, like, we saw in the second half, one, we needed Anton Watson to go heroic again, but Braden Huff got involved. Ryan Demhart had had an efficient second half. And we were playing Gonzaga basketball the way we're capable of that erased a 15-point lead got us the lead, but then because of all that we had to do to get that lead back, we run out of gas at the end. And that that to me is what's frustrating because when that team was clicking and we were on the comeback, we looked like the team we're capable of being. We needed more from Graham E.K. Nolan Hickman has been god-awful in all of our losses. But Anton Watson is good enough to go and win us games. Ryan Demhard showed what he's capable of, and Braden Huff is all of a sudden showing up against teams that aren't just in the swack. So... There are good things that were in that game. <laughs> Jake's eye roll. <laughs> um, so I agree with uh, pretty much everything you guys have said. Um, I think one of the bigger things is it seems like we're just fighting an uphill battle every game. And then while you're trying to get up this hill, you stop and tie your shoe. Then you have people next to you that just pass you by. And then, oh, I ran out of time. I'm not at the top of the hill. That's kind of how I feel we've been this year. Um, I think Nemhard was good in the game, but you have to hit that free throw. Um, As soon as he missed that, I was like, oh, shit, we are not going to win this game. That's just my two cents. Yeah, it's not like he's an 86% shooter. He was so reliable heading to the free throw line. Sean Farnham absolutely fucked him as he stepped out there. He could not stop talking about how this was the right guy to go to the free throw line. Um, one thing, I, Dan brought this up, that, and and maybe this is a spin zone into a negative world, but yes, objectively, Anton Watson, Ryan Nemhard, and Brayden Huff all had great games. 
Like not just good games, but I think all the, those guys all around had great games by their standards. The problem is Graham E.K., Dusty Stromer, Nolan Hickman, and Ben Gregg played so terribly that it erased three guys having great games. That's how fucking bad those four guys played, is that it completely erased three great performances from three other starters. Um, it, it's just it's just completely unacceptable. I, I, I am, you know, I, I try to remind myself that these are college kids, right? And at Gonzaga, they're probably not making a killing at the NIL uh, stuff. So I, I don't I don't know how much stock to put in that. But I am pretty much out on on Nolan Hickman, and I I really need to see more. I've been so hard on Dusty all year. This was his worst performance this game. And yeah, and Ben Gregg and Graham Ike played so bad they started affecting Anton's game because he did not get subbed out the entire game as a forward. Like he was so tired towards the end, you could just tell, and he was hustling. Like I'd say. Watson did nothing wrong this game. He did everything possible. But the fact that EK got in foul trouble and Ben Gregg just, I don't know, he like forgot Stuck. how to basketball for a bit, like just killed the team. To, to Jake's point about you know, our guys just being dogged towards the end of the game, and I know our, uh, our good friend Matt Maybrick has brought this up in various group texts. How much do you think, you know, Nemhard Hickman and Watson playing close to you know the whole game is really coming to like our demise and not being able to come out on top. I I think it's playing a huge part because you the last like five minutes of games where it's it's neck and neck the guys just look absolute dogged and our offense just sputters like movement just stops and it's just put up a shot and see what happens. I'll go as far to say Ryan Nemhard missed that free throw. Well, okay, not completely because of tired legs. I think his tired legs were contribu- a major contributing factor to him missing a free throw as an 86% free throw shooter. 40 minutes for three players is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, we need Luka Krasnovic back. Like, we need somebody who can play. <laughs> Luka fucking ball, though? Like, I just can, You can put him in and give Hickman and Nemhard four minutes. Like, great. Yeah. That's it. You just need so many. We literally have no backup guards. Like, unless you put in Joe Few, or we just say JSY is a guard and just pretend. And, like, like see, why, no I'm guard. sorry, but watching JSY play, dude, that guy just looks so fucking lost. Well, oh, yeah. what's worse, Cooper, watching guys that can't, like, move up and down the court or a guy who just is developing? To me, like, what I, I, this well, team looked like. Do you remember when we used to play 2K? If you play the basketball, like the video game 2K, if you leave your starters in too long, they literally can't move on the court. That is what Gonzaga looks like in the last five minutes of every single game they play. I mean, unfortunately, I just don't. I mean, either teams have just, like, closed the talent gap on us, and, like, we can't play these guys because they're just not good. Otherwise, we're going to risk giving up, like, a 7- to 10-point run, and I think few hates that. Yeah, I think um, with the – I mean, obviously, Luca getting hurt, like, can't do anything about that. Steel Ventures getting hurt, can't do anything about that. Like, there's been a shitty hand that's been dealt a little bit, um, but there hasn't been anything to overcome it. And I think, like, Richard Fox was saying this, um, that, like, the solution he would have is you start Ben Gregg, and Dusty Stromer is a guard that comes off the bench that gives Nolan a blow, gives – Gives Ryan a blow, gives one of them a blow, and you know, beginning of the 
of the first half. The other one gets one in the second half. And, like, just give them something. Find a couple minutes to spare and, like, use your media timeouts accordingly and just, like, try something. And I think to your point, Cooper, like, giving up a, you know, 6-0 run, whatever it may be when we don't have our guys on the floor, I'd much rather do that with three minutes left in the first half than with three minutes left in the second half. And I wonder if that adjustment is something that that that's going to come. I think just if you look at the team and what needs to happen, like someone's got to sacrifice something, whether that's the, you know, kind of players realizing like, hey, like I need to step up and be the vocal leader of this team. All I Anton Watson, I hope that a performance like like doing what he did in Santa Clara and taking a loss, that's got to ignite a fire under him that hopefully he was just an asshole the rest of his team and was like, yo, guys, I can't do this by myself. I did it once. UCLA was really shitty, so we were able to do it. Santa Clara is not as bad. Um, or few has got to realize, hey, I can't do what I've always done. I got to adjust a little bit. And even if it's not exactly what I want to do, we got to try something here. So um, I don't know where I went with that, but but those are just thoughts. Is there a world where Anton Watson is pissed off and the other effect happens where he just fucking says, no matter what I do, this team is going to fucking lose to even shitty WCC teams? <laughs> no way. Because even if he had that attitude, which Anton doesn't, he, he's still playing for it to get drafted. Like, yeah. I, he's been playing well enough. He's probably a second rounder, I'd say. Um, but Yeah, I mean, I don't think Anton wants to be, you know the part of the first team in history that doesn't make the tournament. So I think he's going to continue the ball out. And yeah, I think to Dan's point, someone needs to step the fuck up and be the vocal leader on this team. Cause there is no one right now that's doing that. And from my perspective, maybe Joe few can just. <laughs> we, we've been some asking someone to step up fucking since Purdue. I feel like like that's been, you know, one of our problems here is what the fuck happened with this team. I don't know that we have a vocal leader in that locker room. You know, Watson says the right things after games for the most part, but I just don't, I I look at this roster and I can't identify anyone that really I can picture lighting this team's ass on fire in practice or in the huddle in the middle of the game. I just, I don't, I don't see that with anyone. And we talked about the lack of emotion with this team. It's like maybe Ben Gregg, but it's tough to light a fire under a team when you're fucking 0 for 3 uh from the field over two from the three the free throw line no fucking rebounds no fucking blocks <laughs> i i just don't know who's gonna step up i do oh kurt bombauer we are really fucked <laughs> <laughs> who is kurt listening that's an assistant coach <laughs> <laughs> shout out kurt we love, we love it is well, it is always fun where is kurt watching the tv but um Wanted to bring up one thing I was thinking about. Does this solidify us as not going to the Big Ten or Big 12, whatever it was? I feel like it validates my argument where I'm like, we have a guaranteed, <laughs> we normally have a guaranteed bid. Like, why would we mess that up? The dance point earlier, we would be the last place team in the Big 12 right now. Oh, we would just be getting fucked. Yeah. We'd we know how Portland feels. And I oh. never want to know how Portland feels. <laughs> so much so much right. negative boys so much negativity let's let's flip this around let's flip this around someone help me how we can do that well i just opened a beer that's helping a bit uh, <laughs> did, I, did i read my text that i sent you guys about 
not being the team that fucks this up? Oh gosh. Will that get people going? I don't I don't know, Dan. That might just piss people off. <laughs> I think okay, here's the positive. It's a WCC tournament. We 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 win the tournament. We win the WCC tournament. Get in, get hot. Maybe something can happen. Uh sadly, I think the reality is a lot of these regular season games kind of just don't matter anymore. It just just got to win the WCC tournament. So I mean, all right, my I'll pose this question to the group. When's our when's our next? Oh fuck, I don't. I, I guess every game's a big game now. <laughs> when do we play like Saint? When do we play Saint Mary's for the first? We play Saint Mary's on February third, and that's at Gonzaga. What we... What do we need to see from this team between now and February third to be like? All right, this team has shown me something. I'm looking at that San Francisco game. It's it's not this week, it's next week. We have two should be easier games this week against Pepperdine and San Diego again. But we can't even look over them now because we're not good. And if um we need to handle business against San Francisco. I what I'm looking at, Cooper, <laughs> is just win. I don't at this point, I don't really know how or what it takes for this team to win. I don't care if they win ugly. I don't care if they win pretty. I'd obviously love to see them win every game by 20. But with this team, it's just win. Find a fucking way to do it. Grind to the finish line and put a W in, in the column. That's all That's all I care about at this point. Fuck the spread. I'm never I'm never betting the spread on Gonzaga oh for the rest of this year. Oh, man. Uh, the eight po- oh, God, that still makes me angry. Well, there was a time. There was a time against Santa Clara where we took the lead, and I was like, "We're gonna fucking cover!" Like, what a great backdoor cover this turned. We into. were up by four, yeah, <laughs> and like two minutes left, or maybe like two and a half. I'm like, "Oh, they're gonna start fouling. We can make free throws." I agree. Um, it's about winning. Uh, you can't lose again until. I mean. They should go into – I said this last week, but the kiss of death. I thought we were going to win 10 straight or whatever it is, going into uh, Lexington to play Kentucky. Um, so that might, have, that might have been on me. Sorry. Uh, but, yeah, it's 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 just winning. It's doing the little things. It's being consistent. It's not having no shows from your starters. Uh, it, it's Graham E.K., Nolan Hickman, Dusty Stromer. He may play himself out of the starting lineup. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I think it's also, it's like, we had three guys that played really, really well in that Santa Clara game. I would think that if we have three guys that play really, really well, that should win games. We just can't have the other four shit themselves on the court. We just need people to be functional human beings on the basketball court that don't hurt the team. We're basically the Phoenix Suns where you have three stars (laughs) and then Grayson Allen and Grayson Allen stepping up. But the thing is that like third star. Yeah. Last game it was Braden, but Graham EK has been our guy. Nolan Hickman has had good games. Like there is a world where it can all come together. So the more that we see that and just the consistency, every game, the approach, none of this lazy shit where you're getting out rebounded by a team. You have no business getting out rebounded by um, the, the, breakdowns of defense those got to stop stop leaving people wide open for threes because we decided to double team on the wing or get beat back door like there are just bad fundamental things that are happening on the basketball court that i want to see no more of i have a question 
is EK the guy? Because what's the best center he's put up numbers against? Well, he played great against Zach Eady. For the first half. Did he? Did he? Did he play great against Zach Eady? Yeah, like two very lucky threes. So it's just <laughs> after a little padded there. Yeah, let's look. Let's look. He I mean, went against. Uh, he, he was very good. Four for four from two, two of six from three. Why the fuck did he take six and three points? Maybe that's maybe that's why we couldn't shoot anything was because EK was taking all of our threes. He had a pretty <laughs> – he had a solid game against Edie, but that's a fair point. But then you look at him against UConn, nothing really. Uh what five points. He got bodied by that that by that fool in at UW at Washington. That freaking center they had worked him all night. Against Washington? Yeah. Kept I can't was that. a problem. Well, yeah. he, he had 18 points, but yeah, the defense was questionable. And then San Diego State, he had he played great against San Diego State. Yeah, I do recall him playing. That's well. true. That's true. Okay. So I guess. He's not not the guy, but I don't uh, watch just the yeah. thing with EK was his foul trouble, and he puts himself in horrible spots to then where he just is, is unplayable. And then he is nothing, he, he can't get in any rhythm, and he absolutely killed us with those uh, at Santa Clara. I agree. Some very dumb fouls. Um, I'd like to propose a question for the group. So Dan's talking about our three stars. And in reference to Madonna, you could be my lucky star. Who's going to be our lucky star the rest of the way? Like from like a new star or one of the three existing stars? So we'll leave Anton out of this. Uh, give me two people. Sad thing is I can't even think of anyone who's going to step up. I, I, In my opinion... It starts with the guard play on this team. So just give me Nemhard. Nemhard, do what you did for the past three games. Like, I, I will take the missed threes at this point. The rest of your game was great against Santa Clara. And Hickman. It, fucking Hickman just needs to find some sort of consistency. He can't have a first half where he, make, he gets 18 points for us and then goes silent the next half. And he can't keep doing these fucking one-foot floater jumper uh. Uh, Floating yeah. layups that never go in. They never go in. He keeps taking them though. So I'll go, I'll go Nemhard and Hickman. Question on the Hickman floater. Is that the new receiver Bolton drive? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh I thought it was Nemhard three was the receiver Bolton drive. It's the Hickman like high off the glass, not even fucking close to the rim. Bang. Oh, yeah, because for the Nemhard three. I'm always like, well, you, he needs to take that. He needs to take that. <laughs> oh, God. Can we can we trade Hickman for Salas? Is there a trade package oh, <laughs> that, we can, that we can put uh, together? <laughs> what could have been? Well, uh, fucking, fucking few. We missed the mark on that one. Jesus Christ. Do do we think my my question for Jake? could maybe turn the vibes around on the show, get a spark a positive vibe for the rest of us. <laughs> At the expense of Jake, yes. Yes. Yeah, let's get out of this. Yeah. All right, Jake, I have a question for you. Sure. <clears throat> and the rest of the boys know the question already. So is this is just made specially for you. I thought about it this morning, honestly, when I was walking my dog. Um, yes, you think. Yeah. 
So, so given Gonzaga's, you know, sort of, we'll call it a departure from like contender role this year in the NCAA tournament, probably, right? Mm-hmm. Which one of your favorite sports teams is the closest to winning a championship? Well, let me preface this saying none of my teams have won a championship during my lifetime. <laughs> um, I forgot it. So you've collected no infinity stones. No infinity stones. I basically, I don't know. It's Oops. it's not going well because the teams for the viewers, it's the Chicago Bears, Notre Dame for college football, Zags, of course, for college basketball. And then I guess I'll say Mariners now for baseball, but baseball is pretty solid. And they're definitely not the ones who's going to be winning a championship anytime soon. So I, I would say Notre Dame just because we have money and you can just be wild in college football. And now that there's a 12 team playoff, you know, you can sneak in and make some noise, but that's, uh, that's it. Bears, Bears, Gonzaga. Who's who is closer? Fuck. I don't even, I mean, the crazy thing is last week, if you had asked this question, would it have been hesitation? But uh, I don't know who's saying the window's closing. But yeah, if the Zags don't step up again, like that, our program can wither on the vine. Um, I'll say Zags, but I don't know who has who has the most Infinity Stones on this podcast. Is it, I, is it a tie? LA fucking bullshit where you count nine different teams as your team. I don't think those count as stones. I think Dan and I have four stones. Right, we Are have SC the Lakers, SC, uh, no, SC twice. Well, no, I'll, I'll only give one. It's just oh, you just okay. your team wins. So USC, oh, it, it, it's like a, the Tony yeah. Emmy thing. Yeah. Uh, do we get a half a stone for the Dodgers Mickey Mouse? I'll give you one stone. We get a, we get a full, full fucking fan. stone. It's a full stone. I, with the same rules. I'm not giving you a Lakers stone at all. Like that, I, you I, I would not accept a Lakers stone. That would be my I, Gonzaga. But Kings, I'm I am a I was a legit Kings fan while I lived in LA. I mean, Dan and I and Kevin all went to a game. Oh, like, for hockey. I was thinking yeah. Sacramento. I was like, well, I got Kings. I deserve a Lakers stone. I deserve a Lakers stone when I was in high school. How uh, many Lakers games have you watched this year? Who that I don't care about that. Then I'm you're not to... a fan. Then you just watched him for Kobe, which is cool, but you're not a sure. fan of the team. I was a diehard Laker fan before going coming to Gonzaga and realizing I liked college basketball way more. But I, as as I, a kid growing up, that Lakers championship beating the Celtics, Kobe, that was a championship that I was a part of. The one I get that Dan definitely doesn't get, I get the Rams Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't get That's that. That's a stone for me. I don't know about that. You you flip flop teams so fast. After after the Super Bowl, I flip flop. You got to suffer through all the bad years. That's the point. Well, I got four stones. Fuck you, Jake. You have none. Wait, does J Page have any stones? I don't think he has any either. I've got zero. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's why me and Page have you know integrity. You know we're suffering. We're Sisyphus. Is going up the hill and the rocks rolling back down. You guys are taking the LA elevator and is skipping all the hard parts. Jumping to Jake, you literally got to choose your teams. You chose your teams, and I chose us. There's no reset button. That's on me, but I stuck with it. Who's closer to collecting their first stone, Paige or Jake? 
Well, has Cooper won a stone? Oh, wait, no, the Rangers just won, I guess. Doesn't count. Rangers don't count. Nope, they do. (laughs) Wait, and the the Mavericks. Did the Cowboys win when you were in alive? I won't, we won't, we won't count that. Otherwise, I'm not going to hear the end of it from Zamblin. So, (laughs) (laughs) okay, Mavericks is a good one. Into the maps. Yeah. Um, Wait, in Zambi, wait, you just have the Seahawks, right? Vegas Knights, baby. Oh, Vegas. Okay, you are a, a diehard Vegas Knights. That's he is. Right. He is legit Knights. Although biggest, he kind of he, in Spokane. he kind of came out to Dan and I this weekend about how whoa, he whoa, might whoa, be whoa, thinking whoa. about. He came out. He was like, "I kind of like the Kraken." Like, I like. I just, oh, I he said, oh, "I just can't go interdivision. I, I can't. Can't go interdivision." That's what he said. Was it the Winter Classic that did it for you, Zambi? The the fish throwing that was pretty electric. <laughs> that was kind of cool. Those um, pretty nice. So I'd say it's probably Maddie Beniers and the fact that the Kraken poached the events and uh, like fan interaction person from the Knights. So, so you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so for Infinity, what page you have? What three possibilities? Right, Padres. Zags and no, I've got two. Yeah, just <laughs> two. Shit, you gotta just select a team. Bengals was a Bengals boy this year with me too, and, and that <laughs> that one doesn't count. That, that's not happening. Oh, I guess Colorado, oh. the Buffs, right? Colorado, yeah, yeah. Give him Colorado. I guess I don't know. <laughs> or just wherever Dion ends up. Is that is that a stone? The Dion stone. Yeah, the Dion stone. <laughs> I kind of like it. Loyalty to the coach. We'll call it the Dion Toe. Yeah, I'm Michael Pro. I just wherever coach goes, I go. <laughs> Hitting that transfer portal. You know, I miss having an NFL team, but <laughs> I just I can't get behind. It. I I've tried. I've honestly tried time and time again, and I just can't get attached. There's no like. I need some subs. You know, like the Padres. That's our team here. The Zags. I was there for five years. Right. I just don't have that anywhere else. I got nothing. Paige, I feel like you could be like you might want to just hop on the Alabama football bandwagon right now. While there's a little bit of a dip, this is a little the worst bit of a dip, time to hop on. I think there's, there's a little buy, bit of a buy dip. The dip, baby. Buy the dip. I think you buy low. No, so I think this is what's gonna happen. I can't do that because Megan hates Alabama. But what I can do <laughs> by association to Ohio. I can go the Ohio State train. Oh, I don't. I don't know that that's a good train to hop on. It's close. To the you're, you're better than that, Paige. Yeah. Cleveland Browns train. That's a that'll no, put a pair no, on your no. chest. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. Even this, even that idea, I got a bad taste in my mouth. I don't know, guys. I, it's a weird situation to be in, but it's my situation. What a what a way to get off topic. Yeah. Where the hell did that come from? That was that was not in the rundown, guys. God it got more it. depressing, but it's okay. <laughs> well, Dan and I are probably going to get another stone this this fall. Oh yeah, is it easy when you can triple the the spend of every well, other team? Let's oh, let's get back on track. Let's get back on track. Any other college basketball note to talk about? I don't even yeah. watch the other games anymore. <laughs> bad. Wait, wait, it doesn't matter. Question for the group. This is just a yes or no poll. Do you think this is the beginning of the end for the Zags? Oh. One by one. I, I, I'll say no. I can't. I, I just, I can't. I, I, whether I actually meet it or not, I just refuse to believe it. I'll propose my argument after everyone goes. I say no. 
Let me paint you the saddest picture. Oh, Zach's no. demise has oh. happened. It's 25 years in the future. We're all still doing this podcast. We're all season <laughs> ticket holders because tickets are so easy to get on the court. We all come to watch a Seattle U-level team lose to Pacific. Yeah. That is rock bottom. Jesus, Jake. I I do like the idea of getting season tickets. <laughs> I like the idea of doing this podcast in 25 years. <laughs> that that idea is a little scary. With 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 Zane's 24-year-old daughter. Oh, yeah. She can just replace him when he dies. It'll just be like that. He just pass him up, pass it on. It's like an inheritance. Jesus. Jake, I hate that. Viewer discretion is advised on this episode, by the way. Put that, please put that in the in the chat uh or in the in the description after Jake's what he just brought to light there. Um, no, it's not over. Uh I trust that there's a reason why this has been so sustainable. Um, and they're gonna figure it out. Uh yeah, I mean, as shitty as the season has been, and I'm not I'm not too optimistic about what's to come. I don't think this is the start of a demise. I think it's just more of an anomaly than anything else. So no. One one thing to think about, fellas, uh, and we're seeing this across all of college sports, older coaches are leaving the sport. Um, Paige, hopefully you can just stop me if I'm infringing on what you're what you're no, that was that was gonna be part of my argument. Oh. So here's the deal, fellas. Someone told me a few years back that when Tommy Lloyd left the Zags, it was just the beginning of the end. And I didn't want to believe it. I believed in the program. I will I will always I will die by the program. But here's the fact of the matter is you see the numbers some of these players are making. Gonzaga can throw a little bit of weight around in NIL. But if they are not successful year over year, the decline is gonna happen fast. And how long is Mark Few going to want to have to go into these rooms and hear, oh, well, this program offered me a million. What are you guys going to offer me? Fly fishing. <laughs> Why we joined the fucking Big 12. It's the only way we sustain, I think. Will they let us in? <laughs> That's the thing, right? We're at the sticking point now where it's if we don't make the tournament and this happens and again and again, worst case, is that door open? And then if we stay in the WCC, we're not going to be able to attract the same level of recruits because we're not playing to the level we're at, where we sh- should be at. So, I don't know, guys. This That's my very negative outlook on this Gonzaga program. It's a thought. It's out there. I just had to get it out there. I don't know, guys. I don't know. It's sad. Hopefully we don't turn into like a Georgetown. I, for one, don't think Tommy Lloyd is that secure and that married to Arizona these days. That well, that would be my counter is, let's say in three years, Marky leaves. Tom, Tommy's so, uh, is it his daughter that started out there? She's graduated. They're all graduated out of college. Maybe he comes back home. The prodigal son returns. That would be the funniest middle finger to Arizona ever. And they hire our assistant coach, and he's just sitting there waiting for the Gonzaga position to open. Well, it's going to be really hard to leave a 
secure job in the Big 12 or a WCC I, game. I, I don't know that there's much security there. I mean, Arizona, I don't know how they're ranked in the top 15 with their losses. Yeah, they have some bad losses. But I, I think there's there's something to be said there. And just seeing, like, just like Zane alluded to, like, dude, I don't know how – I mean, I obviously don't know Mark Few at all whatsoever. I don't know what he's thinking. But, like, I feel like he's kind of cut from the same cloth as a Saban, you know, just, like, older – you know, they he brought a program to success in the old ways without any NIL. And now all this shit's going on. I don't know, fellas. I don't know. Well, it got even darker. Um, well, I think last thought on this. Spokane, what does Zan have to say? Well, I'm just going to close out with some optimism. Thank you. I think there's so much parity in college basketball that we could easily get back into the top 25. It's not going to be easy, but so many teams are losing. I think it's possible. We need to find that next expanding international market. Like every couple of years, like a new country is kind of like it's kind of blossoming. And we just need to get those pipelines going. Get back to our roots. Exactly. International recruits. International recruits and an experienced grad transfer. That still works. That's tournament play right there, which. (laughs) I don't know, fellas. Who was the best international recruiter? Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. Tommy. Well, Thomas Lloyd. regardless, as always, we will be cheering for our Zags. We we root for their success for these. They will. Let's end it with this. They will find a way. They'll find a way. They always do. They'll find a way. But They'll find a way because they fucking have to. They have to. You're absolutely right. There's so much pride that goes into it. They have to find a way. That's just that's what it is, and that and I believe that they will. You know, I don't know when it'll happen. I don't know if this is the lowest point or gets any lower. Better be the lowest point. These podcasts are going to be pretty unlistenable pretty quickly. (laughs) (laughs) I I will tell you, fellas, I actually feel a little bit better after this. I feel a little bit better. Possession for sure. (laughs) At some point, you got to look reality in the eyes. Yeah, and and you know, take it head on. I mean, look. The grass isn't always greener. We could be fucking USC trailing Arizona by six points right now and nine losses while paying Andy Enfield a million fucking millions of dollars a year. We're not that. We're not that. We're still Gonzaga. We're still Gonzaga. Still the Zags. But let's uh let's get out of. Do we want to talk about anything else college basketball? Or should we uh? Should we just get out of here before it gets messy again? Oh, I think, I think to Vinian's point, I don't know if we really need to dive deep on the games this week. It's just fucking win. Just yeah. fucking win, baby. Just win. Just make a three, pass the ball. That's it. That's all we're That's really it. asking. I do have one comment uh, inside college basketball, and I don't know that you guys care about this at all, but uh, I've been watching Bronny James a lot more because USC is just absolutely decimated. Uh, that dude's actually like he's very fun to watch play basketball. Oh, I, I mean, I haven't watched him, but I've heard he kind of sucks. No, he does not suck, dude. He is he is like a super high IQ player. He makes he makes some good things happen on the court. A good team player. Are you surprised? Would Bronny, would Bronny be a good? 
player on this current Zags roster. Bronny would be a fucking phenomenal contributor to this Gonzaga team. No question about it. Ronnie or Dusty? Bronny. Easy. <laughs> that's that's like there's literally no debate in my mind. Zane, wow. are you actually surprised that LeBron James's son is good at basketball? Well, it's not just that he's good, <laughs> but that he's like like that he's a major contributor. The younger one is supposed to be the like really good one. Like I, I think he's, I think he's an NBA player. Yeah, I, I buy that. Um, all right, fellas. Well, shout out Bronny. Maybe he'll hop into the portal next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the world of college football got absolutely flipped upside down with the greatest of all time, the greatest to do it, Nick Saban retiring. On that note. Just like I said earlier with uh, my Mark Few rant. Um, what is going on with the screen? Zambi, what are you doing on this whiteboard? I was okay. going to draw someone playing basketball, but I can't figure out how to do it. <laughs> uh, anyways, so Nick Saban leaves. Where do they go? They hire Kalen DeBoer from the University of Washington, who just finished as the national runner-ups. In college football. Um, and where does Washington turn to? Good old Arizona. They hire their head coach, Jed Fish. Wild, wild couple days to follow college football. On top of that, there's probably been 25 to 30 players from all these teams in the last day and a half to enter the transfer portal with more likely to come. Fellas, what do we think of whatever the hell is going on in college football? Well, it's funny, like Nick Saban, who had like the what highest job in college football, like probably the most wanted job of college football leaves. And it's just going to start like it's just a domino effect because then the UW goes, Arizona goes, some school slightly worse than Arizona will go to there. Like eventually it'll go down to like the D3 level. These mm-hmm. repercussions will, will be felt. Um, and yeah, I think it's just I don't think Alabama is going to be able to to be Alabama, which is a ridiculously high bar, you know, which is like you need to be in the playoffs every year or else you're you're a joke to to your fans. But I don't think they can maintain because their whole thing was saving. And it's not like they're a richer school than like the Texases or like Georgia or, you know, some of the like wealthy USC, UCL, like what what's in Alabama besides Nick Saban? Yeah, I think I think uh, <clears throat> I actually like the hire by Alabama. I think the and I long term. I think long term I like this hire. I think in the short term, it it was not a big enough name to keep your guys around on Alabama. Um, I, I I just as much as I like Kalen DeBoer DeBoer. Do I am I saying it right? DeBoer 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 DeBoer. DeBoer, yeah. DeBoer much as I like this guy, as much as I like him, he it's just not a household name that is going to draw recruits right now. Um, so I, yeah, I think Alabama's going to take a dip. We're already seeing, I think I sent this in the group text this morning. Five starters have transferred in the last like three days, that uh, including the best defensive player they had. Uh, I think you know. <laughs> Sort of best case scenario, I think DeBoer's guys follow him from UW to Alabama. But even then, I think that's a downgrade from Alabama's standards. It, ju- it just is. Um, 
I do think sort of the funniest sort of uh, like transfer portal effect and sort of just what I consider to be the gold standard for transfers in college football right now is quarterback Will Rogers in his situation <laughs> where he transferred from Mississippi State, right, to UW, was even on the fucking sideline at UW during their playoff <laughs> games, throwing the ball around in a UW jersey. And as soon as DeBoer leaves, Will Roger announces he's out for, again and it transfers. <laughs> Are you sure it? about that? Yeah. Because I saw Will Rogers was at like he was still at Washington, like meeting Jed Fish when Jed Fish was introduced. I thought I saw something that said he transferred already. Yeah, I'd seen what Zane had saw, but I don't know if it's right. You know, I'm just worried about Roll Tide Willie. You know, I wish was still alive was was Mike Leach. Imagine if he had gotten on the Alabama job. Oh. That would have been electricity. I, I think I think Alabama will be fine. I don't know if they'll be Alabama this year, but I believe in the coach. I, I think he's a great coach. I told you guys, I obviously didn't watch a lot of UW football this year, but obviously when they started getting into like the – oh, I watched UW Oregon and then some of the, uh, the Pac-12 championship and then the playoffs. That offense is sick and changed every game just a little bit depending on the matchup. I think he can win. I think he can win wherever he's at, and I think – bringing along not only the UW guys, but he's got the full force of the Alabama collective, whatever that looks like. I think what what I've heard is kind of a thing that's going on is like these big time schools are going to try to poach transfers after, you know, when the spring portal opens up, when maybe a transfer doesn't like their situation or whatever it might be. And just so, Hey, here's 500 grand. Here you go. Come play at Bama. Shit like that. It's a fucking wild West boys. That shit's got to get under control somehow. And I feel like I feel like in the next, I don't know, two three years, there'll be some sort of like governing body over it where there's gonna be some sort of normalcy. Otherwise, like these other programs are just gonna get absolutely ransacked, and there's gonna be nothing left. Um, Do you see but, Florida State got in trouble for it? Like, for I think it's like you're not technically allowed to have an NIL offer during your scholarship pitch or whatever. And like how blatant could it have been if they got caught? Like, you know what I mean? Probably that pretty, probably pretty blatant. <laughs> that is weird. I saw some, some stuff speaking like on, on transfer portal about um, how like it, it should be like an NFL contract. Like when you sign your letter of intent, it is a contract to that school. What do you guys think of that? I like that. Like, there should be clauses where it's like if your coach leaves, contract's done. If uh like you have a family member sick, like personal reasons, you know, let the kid go home to sick mom and stuff like that. But I hundred percent. Or at least have the you have to sit out a year. Like what happened to that? What well, one issue that comes to mind is you could at times be asking a minor to sign a contract. You have their parents mm -hmm. too. Yeah. They're, you're making them sign up for college. So are their parents on the hook if they breach yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. We're yeah, I feel like it, it just can't be a house. <laughs> it just can't be a free for all like that. Like there's gotta be some sort of something that is stable or else it's going to drive coaches out of coaching. And it's gonna happen in football, it's gonna happen in basketball. Um, I think Saban being done is a large part due to this world with NIL and having to 
continue to re-recruit your own players on your team. Like imagine if the if in the NFL, like every year, it's just like, oh hey, uh, let's see, Cowboys. Oh, CD Lamb's not happy. CD Lamb's gonna hop in the transfer portal and go to the Eagles. Like what? <laughs> like that's that's what this is. Who would we? Who would we really want to re-recruit hard on this Gonzaga basketball team? Hunter oh, Sellers. <laughs> no offense to fucking. Um... <laughs> God, what's even his name? Uh, Efton Reed? Yeah, I just kept thinking flashlight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think we need more bigs. I think uh amazing 3 and D guard would be pretty cool. Yeah, I think I saw Salas going as high as 11th in like a mock draft. Oh, that makes me so I saw that too. That, that cut pretty deep. I have a question for the group. So with Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC, Alabama going through this huge coaching change. Is there a danger they're they're going to get hit broadside, turning around by a huge wave, like all the dominoes align perfectly, and their program just blows up and becomes Nebraska? Is that a possibility? I think it's a possibility. I think it's – I don't think it's a quick death if that happens. It'd I be like a be... six-year death or something. Yeah. Uh, I think I – think... Gosh, I think Alabama has the resources to not let that happen. But it, as if they lose talent and like because every SEC team just hates Alabama for this being under their subjugation basically for the last 15 years. Like people enjoy to beat Alabama for the next 15, no matter how good they are or how bad they are. You know what I mean? Be like if Gonzaga, like we are, like or unranked, it doesn't matter. Everyone's playing us like we're a ranked team, just because we've held everyone's head in the toilet for so long. Like, should Alabama be worried? Yeah, it's, it's the circle of life, right? I mean, Alabama was great in the, what, 60s? When when was Bear Bryant their coach? Never Forrest Gump happened. Yeah, I mean, they <laughs> were great back then. They went through 40 years of shit before, maybe even longer than that, before they were good again. This shit comes, this comes in waves. So uh, yeah, I, I Nebraska could be good again soon too. I like, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think if you just look at college football, um, the best coaches usually are the ones that are winning the title. It's been Saban, Kirby, Dabo, Urban Meyer, Harbaugh, uh, Harbaugh now. Like, can can Kalen DeBoer? get to like a top five coach year in year out. I think he can. And I think out like the Alabama, as we know, it might be, it's, it's not going to be the same, but I still think he can win at Alabama. He's just going to do so in a way different way. Going, going a different route. Uh, do we want to talk about Dan Lanning a little bit? That was kind of a spicy debate we had in our, in our group. I love Dan Lanning. I love how he just stayed. And was this loyal? I was with Jake. I I really yeah. respected his decision. I and and but I was on. met with some hate, particularly from Paige. Hold on. First off, he's got a twenty million dollar buyout. So I don't know how legit that offer was. <laughs> yeah, that's what do. I, I mean, <laughs> I'd have to twenty million dollars on players and stat. Like, why would you do that? 
Oh, no, we're changing the narrative now. Changing the narrative. I'm just saying, I don't know how loyal he really was. I think he might have used it a little bit to get the boys fired. And that's fine. That Use that leverage, right? But um, I, I think it was the comparison to Fuey that I was like, what he hasn't built anything. There, there's no reason for the loyalty the way that we talk about like fuse loyalty or, or other stuff like that. That it was complete apples to oranges. So I don't I think that's <laughs> you have I, to give loyalty to get loyalty. You know, it's start you whoa, know to start loyalty. The only the only thing I compared was few turning down better, objectively better coaching gigs to stay loyal to a program. Yeah, like six years in. I mean, I guess he was an assistant coach before, but I mean that was pretty impressive. He, he yeah. turned and then I made the similar comparison where you guys were like, oh, he's got, he's dedicated to this team. He's got nothing. I, there's a team that's been successful. Well, the reality is neither of those teams have ever won the big game. And so I, I don't, I very confused why Dan Lanning is being faulted by you two for okay. staying I, I, with Oregon to try building a championship there. Well, I mean, the comparison again, it's just the comparing it to Mark Field. Like, I, I see what you're saying, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's just not really that that big of a comparison at all. Just like Dan said, like it's, it does like my mind. I can't wrap my mind around it. It it doesn't make any sense. Like Mark Few is he is the program. He is Gonzaga. Dan Lanning got paid eight million dollars to come again. To I'm just I'm drawing a line to just being a loyal person. Maybe Dan Lanning's goal is to be Mark Few in. 16 years from now. I don't think that's his goal. <laughs> I have a hypothetical question for him. Say Mark Few hits the transfer portal. I don't think he will. But say he just becomes available. How many teams would not take him in college oh. basketball? I mean, you can't pay him. Probably, probably. Yeah. How many teams would not want to upgrade? The what, teams by UConn? The teams that aren't upgrading, like the teams that have won. Um, That's what I'm But there's not many programs, I'm saying, right now. I would say like a, like a school like Purdue is probably married to Painter. Uh, you just have to talk about those schools, I guess. Like, I feel like UCLA would jump on few immediately right now, like they, to get out of Cronin. Or like USC or... Um, Oregon. Oregon. Oh, I mean, they. I, know, I mean, none of the. Maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe like none of the blue bloods would jump on few. I think. Yeah. Like I, it's a very short list to me. It is. It is Kansas. It's UConn. It's Baylor. It's. I don't think I don't think Duke's dumping Shire for Purdue, Duke, North Purdue. Carolina, Purdue probably because Painter went to Purdue. Probably Michigan Alabama. State. I would Michigan State. Arkansas. <laughs> I don't think Arkansas is leaving Musselman despite how bad they are right now. Is there good fly fishing in Kentucky? To be determined. Oh, interesting. <laughs> we have gone – I wasn't I wasn't saying interesting to the fly fishing, although that is probably interesting. But <laughs> the the little paths that we've taken on this episode today, I just didn't, <laughs> didn't see us going here. Wind and weave. We're asking the hard-hitting questions today. <laughs> you can't make a quilt without a lot of threads, Dan. <laughs> Cooper, where do you side on the whole Dan Lanning thing? You know, originally I thought, you know, 
great come back to Oregon, but there's a part of me that I think that Dan Lanning's kind of a pussy not taking the Bama job. I think he, I don't think he wants a coach in Saban Shadow. I think that that was I'd have to imagine Alabama threw everything at him. I think like, here, here wait a second though. Okay, I gotta admit something. A little bit of that Dan Lenny thing, I was kind of trolling a little bit. Uh, but there are there are some parts of it that that I do think that like opportunity to go elevate go to Bama. Kalen DeBoer beat Dan Lanning twice this year. So how do we know that Dan Lanning even was the guy? Like what if Kalen DeBoer was the guy? Well, I mean he's, he has SEC ties. Okay, but Kalen DeBoer beat him head to head twice. Went to a national championship. Has won everywhere he's been. That's true. That's valid. I you know I just think that Dan Lanning is more. Uh, he has more of an SEC kind of the way he can polarizing is more SEC. Yeah, I mean, you guys, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. Okay, sorry, I, I just put some AirPods in. He's more. He's a more. He's a bigger personality. Yeah, and he was a GA under Saban at Alabama. Obviously, coached under Kirby Smart. Like everything aligned. Be like, okay, this could be a guy that makes a ton of sense, but. To your I all, think, I think Dan point. Landing has proven to. I mean, I know, I know, UW beat them twice, but I feel like Dan Landing's been a little better recruiter than DeBoer has been. I think so. You also have the Nike backup, but yeah, it's way easier to recruit to than Washington, probably. More I think DeBoer, I think DeBoer is the better coach. Landing's probably the better recruiter. They're both coaches. Well, I guess DeBoer actually has a lot more coaching experience. Just a way older guy, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, his like Division One head coaching experience is maybe four or five years, and Lanning's as a head coach, what two, three? I mean, all right. I mean, Dan. I mean, you're the AD of Bama. Who do you want, Dan Lanning or Caleb Dewar? Um, depends on what you prioritize. Shut the fuck up. Answer what? the question. Just pick. The, no, what that do you prioritize? This is yeah. the most political fucking answer I've ever. <laughs> Who are you picking? I would think getting somebody that's been around Saban makes would make the most sense. So I would think Dan Lanning. All right. Zane, who are you taking? I would take Dan Lanning. I think his name keeps a lot more of those recruits. Jake? I'm going Dan. I mean, exactly what Dan and Zane said. Paige? Uh, I'm going DeBoer. <laughs> it just wants to be different. Zane, who are you taking? Well, we got a lot of Dan's here. I'm going Dan. Yeah, um, I'm, going, I'm I'm going Dan as well. I just I mean uh, the dude got beat twice by DeBoer <laughs> with less talent. Exactly. Like right. if you just look at the if you look at <laughs> if you just look at the at the resumes, like Kalen DeBoer's one more. But if, if Dan was... Lanning hasn't <laughs> been around Saban, the the the, the choice is, is a no brainer. I or agree. Like in SEC. Million percent. One million percent. I mean, l- let's be honest. Like the first game, Oregon at UW, where they lose by a field goal. That's not like he got out coach. That's just a coin toss game. I I think they may have lost that game because of his coaching decisions. As coaching, his coaching was a little sus. Fair. I can't remember. Like what? What has he done? Like Oregon was already like an eight to ten win team. He hasn't done anything in two years. Yeah. I- I mean, so was you dub like they had Chris Peterson. Yeah, they were I, terrible. Yeah, but then they were not years. Chris Peterson. They took they took a the dip with Jimmy Lake. Took over, yeah, yeah. The don't hit Jimmy. Not good. <laughs> Brought them from the ground, dude. They were not in a good spot. Well, transitioning a bit 
Uh, talking about questionable <laughs> coaches who also might be pussies, uh, the Cowboys just um, said Mike McCarthy's coming back. <laughs> I wanted to ask Coop how he feels about that after the playoff game the Cowboys had against the Packers. Did a bunch of Cowboys just enter the transfer portal, Coop? <laughs> yeah, they hopped on their horses. Can, can Dak yeah, enter yeah, the yeah. fucking transfer portal? <laughs> Christ, dude. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's there's really not much to be said. That that game was a piss poor performance on a lot of parts, but um, I will say the one silver lining on this game is Jake has a new daddy, and that's uh, Jordan Love. Who well, don't don't try to spin zone. I heard. Oh, I am I am gonna spin zone. Baker Mayfield has. Is it the exact same amount of playoff wins or more playoff wins than Dak Prescott? The same. The same. What What are you doing over there? You know, at least we're in the playoffs, Jake. Wow, I don't know. You get to play one extra game and get blown out by the Packers. We didn't get blown out by as much as you guys did. I think Weston called that out. I mean. Uh, Yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was, we got outcoached. I don't know what happened to our defense. (laughs) Zamlin, if you want Dan Quinn, (laughs) by all means. (laughs) But we're keeping Mike. Mike's our guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It's, I mean, it's hard to argue against Mike McCarthy having three short, straight 12 win seasons, I think is what it is. But at some point, man, you got to win the fucking playoffs. And um, I don't know. I, so I know Dak's up for an extension. I don't know if we extend him. He did not look that great in that playoff game. And his stats are a little padded because we had to sling it the whole second half to like try and make it a game. But. Yeah, I I just yeah, I just don't think Dax a he's not he's not the guy or he's not a guy. I Jordan Love that Sunday or that he's a fucking dude. He can play. I know, I hate it. I each week so, he's getting better too. It's the scary part. I mean, that dude I, he was throwing off his I mean, yes, was our defense out of position on a lot of plays? Yes, but he was throwing off his back foot and just slinging it like 40 yards down the field and just dropping dimes. Like, okay. I'm sorry, it's but Nick Bosa time. Nick Bosa is going to put him into the dirt. I'm full team Niners this weekend. But, Coop, what do the Cowboys need to do to become like actual contenders? I wish I had the answer. <laughs> I mean, I just, I really don't think we can win with Dak if I'm being entirely honest. I just don't think. He uh Dak's a Dak's a really good quarterback. He's not a great one. And great quarterbacks win Super Bowls, in my opinion. Ooh. So. Quarterback replacement for the Cowboys. Would you rather have Mac Jones, Stidham, or Brett Rippin? <laughs> <laughs> What kind of question is that, Zamblin? Whether <laughs> shit, shit, or more shit. Hey, Spirit of Spokane. Dude, I'd, I'd honestly trade Dak for a top five pick and give me Drake May, baby. There's no way you would get a top five <laughs> pick for Dak. <laughs> you get that. Yeah, I'll trade Dak to the Falcons. That would be funny. That would be funny to see <laughs> George have to deal with Dak. Coop, the, the problem with Dak, too, is him being up for an extension. I think just because he's that next quarterback up, 
he'd be like the highest paid player in the NFL probably if he gets extended. And that would hurt the rest of that roster significantly. Um, yeah, and you know, it's fucking Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones, as long as he has a formidable roster, he's not gonna press the reset button. I mean, are you surprised that McCarthy is, is back? Um, yes and no. I mean, like I said, it's hard to it's hard to fire a coach after three straight 12 win seasons. But at some point, it's like the dude hasn't done shit in the playoffs, and that's what this is all about. Yeah. You're either a contender or you're rebuilding. I fucking hate the whole middle of the road shit. Yeah. You'd rather be the Bears. Just don't make the playoffs and have the number one pick. Well, I mean, to be fair, we weren't the worst team this year. <laughs> that was just I I mean, all of all of this upcoming success still due to Lovey Smith getting that bullshit win as the Texans head coach when he was out the door. You gotta love him. If Lovey Smith came back as our head coach, I'd love it. Honestly, I would drop Eberflus right now. Not for Harbaugh, for Lovey Smith. I um, think it was it's a lot, it was a lot easier. There was so much pressure on the Cowboys. There, the whole narrative was like Super Bowl or bust, whereas the Packers just like, oh, we're just happy to be here. It's a lot easier to be that team. The Packers have that same mentality going into San Francisco this week, too. So it's like I'd be a little nervous if I'm the Niners. Oh, the Niners know how to beat a bad team, though. But are the Packers bad? Jordan Love has, I think, what, since week eight has just been, like, fucking tearing it up? I don't know. I, my psyche can't have the – the last time they won the Super Bowl, they were a wild card, and I just hate them. I just hate them so much. Packers, Texans, Super Bowl, book it. Who had the more embarrassing loss, question to the group, the Cowboys or the Eagles? The Cowboys, 1 million percent. I guess it is at home. To a guy making his playoff debut, to a team that kind of backdoored their way in there. Yeah, it's Cowboys, no doubt. Eagles were sputtering. That was not like that unpredictable. The Cowboys being down 27 to zero at one point was the most embarrassing thing that's happened in NFL in oh, this year by far. I will say with these two blowouts, I think my favorite thing has been seeing like the sad fan reactions in the crowds. Like you guys know where I stand with the Eagles. Sorry, Coop, but Cowboys fans, you guys need some paper bags too. Um, Question for the group. Um, is Justin Fields the worst quarterback in the NFC North? <laughs> Whoa! Turn it on. Damn, Ooh. got angry there. <laughs> who is the? Who are you counting as the Vikings? Who's quarterback? the Vikings quarterback? We'll just say for in this case, it's Kirk Cousins. Then yes, for sure. Yeah, I would take Justin Fields over Kirk Cousins. Whoa! Hey, I don't know. I don't know. Kirk Cousins before he got hurt was balling. Yeah, Kirk Cousins always gets hurt though. No, he is my fantasy keeper. I would say Fields and Golf are kind of an interesting comparison. After the way golf played this weekend, I'm pretty impressed. Also, I think we're forgetting Tyson Bagent, you know, kind of a manager. (laughs) Please, no. But but that is a good point about the quarterback scene in the NFC North. Jay, Caleb Williams officially declared. He also declared he doesn't want to come to Chicago. So I declare he can go fuck himself. No one knows. No no one said that that's a real thing. I think we all got duped. I haven't uh, seen that corroborated by anything. No. I still don't like him. 
But like, if we but draft then, a quarterback, it better be Caleb Williams. If we draft another North Carolina quarterback, I swear to God, <laughs> I'm gonna blow. Like I what just if, what if Drake May is like the next Patrick Mahomes? I don't care. He can be the next Patrick Mahomes on another team. I don't want a North Carolina quarterback. I don't blame you. But I do think with Jordan Love's emergence and you look at that division, like realizing shit, is Justin Fields good enough for us to win this? Probably I mean, not. Have you have you watched the Bears get there's just so many drop balls and just like we are gonna get a new offensive quarter. It's definitely not Justin Fields that's losing us the games. But he ain't winning you those games either. He's won us many games where we should have lost by like okay. Bears double. haven't won many games. James. I did I did see a Jake, I did see a spicy mock draft that has the Bears taking Maserati Marv with their number one pick. And then because I think they also have a top 10 pick, right? We have the seventh pick, I think. They take uh, the UW guy, Rome Adunze. Cool. Having Marvin Rome and then DJ Moore. <laughs> pretty nice. It'd be pretty nice. No, yeah, we do that. You just trade back <laughs> with, like the commander so you can still get Ma- Maserati Marv. Maserati Marv. Jake, okay, last time we talked about this for a while, at least, I'm sure we're going to bring this up a lot. What do you ultimately think will happen with the Bears at at one? They're going to trade with either the, what, do the Patriots have the second or third? Three. Um, I think we either trade with the Patriots or the Com. It wouldn't make sense for the commanders to trade with us unless we're like, we're going to trade back to two or three, take Marvin Harrison Jr., probably take a lineman with the seventh pick. Would be so my you, you think they're going to hitch their wagons to Justin Fields? Yes, oh. and I'm all aboard. Wow. Oh. Why? Why are you all aboard? What, have you, what are you watching that the rest of the world isn't? you got to start betting his overs for rushing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's easy. Easy money. They're sat at like 42 and aren't turning in the winds, Jake. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's turning into cash in Jake's pocket. <laughs> you can still do that when he plays for the Falcons, Jake. It'll would be okay. You, yeah, you, I, I'm not going to watch a Falcons game. So. Would you rather win a football game or have your quarterback just well, hit a rushing total? <laughs> come on. You know the answer. Jake, anybody like... else? Sorry, Sorry. You go, Jay. Oh, I was just saying quarterback can elevate you know, not great receivers. I don't think Caleb times. Williams is going to elevate too many people. I think, I think he would do a better job than Justin Fields. <laughs> Definitely not. Think I also think we'll break Caleb Williams if he comes to the Bears. That's what you're scared of, Jake. <laughs> That's you are scared of, of, of another. Failure. We don't deserve nice things. We have a <laughs> fine quarterback at home. We don't need to go to the store. This is so sad. He's he's scared oh, of success Jake. is what this is. You know who the leading passer in Bears history is? Jay Cutler. That should just say it all. Does anybody else think that the Bears are going to not draft Caleb at one? Well, Dan, you and I were talking, and based on their decision to keep their head coach, it almost seems like they're not going to. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think if they cleaned up clean shop – Fields would probably be gone, but given the fact that they're bringing back their head coach, I just don't get it. It's it, it, did they sign him to an extension? No, they just didn't cut him. So he's yeah, just a fucking lame duck for another year. He's a lame duck. Yeah, this is only his third yeah. year. 
he's a lame duck that if they bring in a rookie quarterback, he like he he the coach himself is in win now mode, but when you have a rookie quarterback, it's usually like, all right, like we're have a rookie quarterback. That's just not a good marriage. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It could Wait. be worse. We could be the Panthers. That's what I always think. Well, that's <laughs> Jake, a sad uh, bar to measure yourself against. Don't you guys have two top ten picks? Yep. Well, yeah, we have the seven. It's either Let's seven nine. nine. I think I got nine. Yeah. So I think I told Dan and Zane this. I was doing a mock draft simulator, and one of the results had Brock Bowers going <laughs> number one. I, wait, uh, number one. <laughs> if he dropped a nine, that wouldn't be crazy. Although I do like Cole Komet has been playing better. But if I don't know, I think if you're drafting, if you draft Caleb Williams, Brock Bowers at nine wouldn't be a, a bad call. Let's see, my defense. He's available at nine. I think that number one overall, you get Marvin Harrison Jr. And then at nine, you get Brock Bowers. Just, that would be electric, but I do like Cole Komet, Notre Dame guy. It's like, this is like oh, drafting brother. a fantasy team. Just, yeah. just like a fantasy team I don't think we need to get life. too carried away with you know mock drafts and we're still you know, people. <laughs> Worst of all, the Bears mock draft. Uh, <laughs> should we talk about the playoffs? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Upcoming games? Yeah, let's do it. Let's start with the games on Saturday. I think it's the Ravens, Texans, and then Packers, Niners, right? Oof. These Oof. are all spicy games given what happened last week. I think, I think everyone's going to go for the underdogs this week, but I think it's going to be a clean slate for the, the one seeds. If if I there's a one seed that loses, who is it? The Niners or the Ravens? Niners. The Niners. I agree. I think, I think Ravens. CJ Stroud. Yeah. He, he's, I think he's the kind Ravens of him. too. I don't know. I think I think the Ravens are kind of team of destiny vibes. I think Harbaugh, the Harbaugh magic continues in the NFL. Oh, that makes me sick. Lamar's <laughs> been such ass in his playoff career that I just don't see a world where it happens again. And Brock Purdy is more is the biggest wild card, probably. But wait, your Niners, argument was Lamar Jackson has played so bad in the playoffs that he can't play bad in the playoffs. I just that's don't. How Dan, that's how Dan always like justifies things. This team has sucked for so long that they have to turn it around next game. <laughs> They're due. Let's just they, 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 they have to. Dan, Dan, right off the games. What's the first game of the day on Saturday? I believe it is he, uh, Texans Ravens. All right, let's just round 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 table. Make your pick. Ravens. I'll go Ravens. Ravens. Give me yeah, give me the Ravens. Ravens. For you, Cooper. Niners. Oh, the Texans. <laughs> Zambi, you're going Texans. Yep. It's a wild card Zambi move. Respect. Yeah, but as we all pick the Ravens, as we all pick the Ravens, we could all see the Texans pulling some bullshit, right? That's not Nico Ryan, good first year coach. Yeah. I mean, once you're once you're at this stage, like shit, anything can happen. And especially like a team that's hot and confident going into a team that's had a buy, rest first rust. You never know what it's gonna be. Um, yeah, I don't know. Packers Niners, anybody going with the pack? I'm sure Zambi is. Yep. <laughs> I'm taking, taking Packers. I'm riding the hot hand. 
They look fucking good against the Cowboys. To be the, fair, the Niners also beat the shit out of the Cowboys this year too. Niners just have too many weapons. You know, don't don't let your don't let your heart trick your brain here. Christian McCaffrey. Also, Kyle Shanahan, much better coach than Mike McCarthy. I think we can yeah. all agree on that. Yeah, I think I, I think I would take the Packers to cover. I think I'd look at 10 point dog. The the lines in these games, I hate. I well, I love them to bet them, but they none of them are like accurate in my opinion. Yeah, but I, I just think the Niners like they've just been licking. They've just been licking their chops, waiting to get to a point to go play to get to the Super Bowl again. Ever since last year, I just don't see a letdown. But the Packers <laughs> are going to play them close. Shire Alexander playing this week? I think so. I know he like turned his ankle again playing us. I'll, I'll throw this out there: the Niners pack path to the playoffs is fucking easy if you like it should be easy yeah the Niners not making the Super Bowl would be a huge letdown all right that's Saturday Sunday we got Bucks Lions in Detroit this is the shittiest game of the week right and they're not playing on the outside did anybody hear that was such a funny interview (laughs) It was such a long question, too. <laughs> uh, you realize we're playing in a dome, right? <laughs> the most Todd, Bowles. Todd Bowles has ever shown in his life. His and, his voice is weird. Yeah. Dude, I remember when I worked at NFL Network and I used to listen to Todd Bowles sound when he was the head coach of the Jets. It was the worst thing ever. Like, I would just scrub through his press conference but well Todd Bowles said nothing no sound for Jets practice today sorry it was bad is this the shittiest game of the weekend oh I think it's juicy dude Baker is it fun I'm going bucks oof Uh, I'm right I'm taking the Lions I'm I'm taking the Lions the Lions at home that stadium sounded so fucking loud all game versus the Rams to the point where I was like, fuck it, I'm rooting for the Lions now. Good for these guys. Yeah, I don't think that the Lions are going to – the Lions are this close to an NFC championship. All they have to do is beat Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. I just I just don't see don't, – don't see the letdown, but I could oh. be very wrong. It'd be so Detroit to lose this one, though. Yeah. That's – No Baker so, to win this, too. You know what it would be Detroit to do is to win this game – the Packers beat the Niners, and then the Lions host the NFC Championship oh, and God. lose to the Packers. Dan, please <laughs> stop! Please stop! That's my. That word. is Detroit. Well, All right. I... and then the money maker. Bills hosting oh. the Chiefs. Hey. Did you not get in there? Sorry. No. It's so... hard to go on the camera. I don't know what's going on. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I have a bad internet, internet connection. Out of sight, out of mind. I'm about half a Zamblin right now. <laughs> No, um, I'm going with the Bucks. You know why? Baker's infield. And I don't know if you guys read the ESPN article today, but um, CJ Gardner-Johnson was talking smack. He's like, oh, like, we really didn't want to face the Rams because their defense isn't that good, or their defense is good. The Bucks, like, they have this one guy, and Baker responds to it saying, yeah, well, this guy hasn't played a snap pretty much all year. <laughs> So why you allude to the fact that the Bucks would be really good if they had a quarterback? Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> the 
the Bucks are a great wide receiver group. And then he brought up Russell Gage, who hasn't played all year. <laughs> well, this guy obviously doesn't watch film. So it's a nice little spat back and forth. Yeah. I like I like you doing the research, Zambi. That's a good that's a good reason to pick the Bucks. Paige, did you get your pick in? Uh I did not. Oh man, this one's tough. I've got a lot riding on the Lions. Playoff fantasy league. Oh, um, and I've got so Goff yeah. and Laporta. So that that's that's a must win, but I have a buddy who works for the Bucks, so I, I think I gotta go Bucks. Ooh. Real quick comment. As as beautiful of a uniform game as the Packers 49ers will be, I feel like the Bucks Lions is a really bad uniform <laughs> game. It's not because good. of, because like of the Bucks. I didn't really like Rams Lions uniforms either. The the there's a lot of blue. Too much, much powder blue there. So, yeah. I think the, the white lines will be better. Looks like not even white. That was weird. Yeah. I have, a, but, I, have a, I have a question for the group. Who would you guys rather grab beers with, Jared Goff or Baker Mayfield? Ooh. I'm going. I'm going Goff. I, feel like I think Baker. I'm going Goff because with Baker, I think the beers probably lead to another sort of. <laughs> it depends thing. on depends on what night I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm trying to tear it up, I think I, I think I'm taking Baker. If yeah. it's a quiet Thursday night, I just want a couple beers. I'm going golf. I'd just go Matthew Stafford in that scenario. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I think I think Baker is probably kind of a huge dick. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go JG. Speaking of Stafford, I think he has too many kids. They get booed too much. He's not allowed to leave. I think he only has three, right? Well, talking about bad, bad uh, uniform games, I think the Bills Chiefs is a great uniform game. Oh, yeah. It Especially is. In yeah, the it's one. Yeah. And uh, it's supposed to be, I think, minus two in Buffalo. Patrick Mahomes' first road game in the playoffs of his career. And I don't know if you guys saw this. Apparently, I don't. I could be getting get, getting got again, but – Apparently, there's like another two feet of snow coming to Buffalo, and they might have a travel ban, and the Bills can't practice. Did anybody see this, or is this <laughs> oh is this just something that's that's on my feed? Um, but Wait, who, the Bills can't practice, or that the Bills can't go to practice because they're in Buffalo. <laughs> I don't know if that's real. I'll look into it. Um, but who do we got? Bucks, Bucks, Jesus, Bills, Chiefs. Give me the Billy Boys. Um, give me the give me the Bills. I, I'm 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 just kidding. This is a spite pick. Uh, I just don't like the Chiefs anymore. Um, I don't like anything about them. I'm over the Taylor Swift shit. Uh, their receivers are so fucking bad. It's it's remarkable. Uh, even even in their win against the Dolphins, they somehow still didn't look dominant despite how dominating the score was at times. Um, and I think the Bills look great against the Steelers. It is the Steelers. Let's, yeah, that's let's true. Be honest there. Um, I was thinking I was going to go with the Bills, but I think I'm going with the Chiefs. The Bills have just so many injuries to their defense, and they lost another linebacker last week. And I feel like it's a Mahomes and Kelsey game just because they don't have guys that can match up with Travis Kelsey. So, Travis Kelsey can't catch the ball, though. 
I I just I just think the Chiefs are gonna are gonna get it done. But honestly, I would love for the Bills to win. I would love for the Bills to go to the Super Bowl. I think we I think Jake and I were on Team Bills the Super Bowl when they started to get hot after they beat the Cowboys. I thought it was Ravens. I've been Ravens all all year. Somebody else was was with me on thinking the Bills could go to the Super Bowl, but oh no, no one was. I got yeah. Chiefs. As much as I want the Bills to win this game, and to Zane's point, kind of just I'm so sick of hearing about the goddamn Chiefs and Taylor Swift. Um, I think the better quarterback wins this game, and that's Patrick Mahomes. So, give me the Chiefs. Oof, Josh Allen when he is on is tough to beat. Well, but... are the say... refs gonna give them the Patrick Mahomes calls? That's the real question. <laughs> the little bullshit, fifteen yards for like a a finger being raised on his helmet. I... Jake, I'll push back. I think the refs have largely been against Patrick Mahomes this year. They should. It's. <laughs> I don't think they have. I think it's just been normal, and he's just so used to the the all star calls that he's he's freaking out. Yeah, give me uh, the Bills. Echoing the same sentiment. Um, no more Taylor Swift. No more Kelsey. No more. Oh, this is a personalized outfit that i made for taylor i'm so fucking over it i'm glad jason lost and even at that he's still whoa whoa don't take this out on jason jason's not involved in this jason is just he's just stuck down zambi down well is jackson mahomes stuck too jackson mahomes is a different character (laughs) get him out of that conversation with jason kelsey jason kelsey's a saint oh I did. I did read a report today that things are rocky between Swift and uh, oh. Travis Kelsey. I read that same report too. Cooper. <laughs> it was about the fact that oh, it's going to get complicated because Taylor's going back on her tour and they have to do long distance. Oh, I thought yeah. they were getting engaged. Uh, yeah, that, I read that like two days ago. Yeah, or I didn't read it. I just had Izzy run down the stairs breathlessly and tell. We him. need the Chiefs out of the playoffs so we stop reading these reports. <laughs> Paige, who do you have? Uh, give me the Bills. So Please, let me let me paint you a great semifinal picture here. Baltimore versus the Bills, Lions versus the Niners. That sounds pretty. That is awesome. Yeah. Bills America wins. Bills have Baltimore. I mean, either way, honestly, if Baltimore is hosting the Chiefs or the Bills, that'd be that'd be nice. Even if you said Packers versus Lions, I'm still oh, in on that gross. matchup. I am so out. Packers, Lions, Bills, Baltimore sounds great. What if the Packers win the Super Bowl, Jake? I, <laughs> it'd be probably the worst year in sports for me. If, if <laughs> the Packers win the Super Bowl, we miss the tournament. Oh, God. February, That's I would wrong. just be like... We, we'd need to conduct a welfare check on you. Multiple welfare checks. The year just started, Jake. My work performance would probably go up because I just wouldn't wa- be watching any anything. Wow, Jake, here's a raise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, quick with the Daily Dozen. Wow. You ready? That was nice. That snacks was and nice. candy, snacks and candy. Let's rock. Snacks and candy. Packaged in an orange box with the blue font logo, this hard candy is made in the shape, color, and flavor of fruits. Is this runts? I think it yeah. is runts. Uh, yeah. Damn. I've never seen a box of runts. I've only seen the bagged. I don't know that I've ever even heard of runts. Yeah. Kind of fire. I had a weird 
typing teacher in sixth grade that had this weird thing for runts and it oh, was very they're from they're from wonka yeah are, are we good yeah yeah okay. oh wait when you say a uh, grade school teacher likes runts are you talking about the the candy or little boys yes the candy <laughs> the candy <laughs> it would be like if we like if we increased our words per minute he'd come over and like give us a handful of runts it was really weird <laughs> This is, a, this is a Cooper question. <laughs> Mr. Borsler. All right. Uh, since 2019, this rapper singer has dropped multiple top 10 hits with songs such as Say So, Need to Know, Kiss Me More, and Paint the Town Red. Cooper? Uh, before, I already know what it is, but does anyone have a guess? I know is the it, Paint the Town Red song. Is it Chris Brown? Isn't that? Uh, okay, it's a chick. Yeah. Oh, 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 this is a Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Uh, uh, oh, see, I was I was being sexist. I saw rapper. I was thinking male. Not as wow, familiar with you, you saw the, the lyric kiss me more and thought this has gotta be a guy singing this song. <laughs> Maybe he wants a, a girl or a guy to kiss him more. Some guys go around, he got paint right. the town red. Before we, uh, before we cancel ourselves, <laughs> movies. Movies. All right. New girl <laughs> actors, Jake Johnson and Damon Wayans Jr. play two best friends who let's be cops to be part of the yeah, LA yeah, this 2014 action comedy feature. That has that, that's a Zane movie like to a team. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, Damon Wayans Jr., the Wayne's family, I'm all aboard. Oh my god. White Chicks might be the best movie that's ever been made. Adam Sandler's on that television. Uh Jaleel White portrayed the character Steve Urkel on this sitcom that ran on ABC and CBS. Family, family matters. matters. Family ties or family, yeah. Family matters. Anybody have good Urkel impression? Did I do that? <laughs> Let's go, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right, history. A famous erroneous oh, Chicago you. Tribune headline declared this former New York governor as having defeated Harry S. Truman in the 1948 presidential election. Jake? This is a oh, fuck what I know. Uh, 1948 New York governor. Oh, uh, no. Chris Christie? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, let's come back to it. I need, I need time. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Let me read it one more time. Okay, okay. It was fake news. All right. Fake news before the fake news. NFL. January 2020, this AFC team was up 21-0 over Kansas City after the first quarter of the divisional round, but trailed by halftime, ultimately lost 51-31. Anybody know? The the Jags? No. The Texans? It is the Texans. Boom. College football. Uh, Jaquiz Rogers, Oregon State. Oregon State, baby. Beavers. Finish? All right, read the question, Dan. <laughs> Running back Jaquiz Rogers won Pac-10 Offensive Player in 2008 as a freshman and totaled over 4,900 yards from scrimmage for this school from 2008 to 2010. <laughs> easy. That's the easiest question uh, right there. That was a layup. When you know, you know. MLB. From 20... 20- Oh, 2002, 2010, this Rays outfielder made four all-star teams, led the AL in both triples and stolen bases four times. One of my favorite baseball players. The BJ? No. He was a Dodger. He was a Red Sean Sox. Sean Figgins? Nope. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have this. I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty confident. Four all-star teams. 
2007 basis. This is this is post Jose Canseco again, right? <laughs> yes, he was he was super fun to play with in like uh, baseball video games because if you just put hit the ball in the outfield, you're probably getting a triple. And he was so fun to steal with because he's fast as shit. Oh god, who is it? Not Kenny Lofton. Nope. No. Kenny Lofton, the Grizzlies guy. <laughs> not that guy. Oh, oh, uh, not not a. Uh... Oh God! Did he play for the Dodgers, Dan? Yeah. Is he leadoff hitter for us? Probably. Oh my God! He had like a weird walk. Thomas oh. Dewey. That's uh that's a New York guy for the. Oh, <laughs> Jacob. That was that was bugging me so much. Yeah. Let's go, Jake, from the top oh, row. Wow! <laughs> wow! All right. Anybody? Is it is it is it Juan uh Juan? Oh, Juan Pierre. Juan no, Pierre. Not Juan. Damn. What do you got, Dan? Who raised outfielder? Dan, just say it. Use your words. Carl Crawford. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, okay. Yeah. Carlos. Pretty pretty confident. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Count yeah. the ball, wow, Let's Dan. Go. Nice. Nice. Here we go. Mashup for the win. Hey. Oh, one's uh, George Clooney. Uh, George Ellen? Clooney. No, I it's, think it's Hillary Clinton. Is no, it David no. Spade? No, it's no. George Clooney. Oh, okay, is I know it... George Clooney. Is it not Hillary? No. Oh, no. Well, of a neck. Who is it? I think it's Wait. The she's in like fucking. I think she's in role models. Is it the chick from Glee? The pres- or the yeah, that's who I was thinking. The one that she, she she hosts like a game show too. Oh, oh, she's the older lady. I will take yes. the phone off the hook, close the blinds, whatever. Oh, yeah, Jane, yeah. Jane Lynch. I like yes, that. Yes, I yeah. like that. Jane Lynch. Like that a lot. Yeah. yeah, that's a girl right. from like Glee. And stuff. Yes, that I is like her. That a lot, Jake. Boys, Come we on. just won. To go perfect. Come on, boys. Lock it in. Come on, boys. Let's, Let's go. go. Oh. <laughs> oh man. All right, boys. Zags make the tournament now. Oh god. <laughs> if Don't not, we... at least we have this. Why do we have to bring up them again? <laughs> Wait, look up the challenge. How? Which was the hardest question? History. Jake from the top row. Wait, who was it? Who was the history one? It was the Thomas Dewey. Don't worry, don't worry, Coop. It it means nothing to you. (laughs) Lots of Truman in that election. That's incredible, Jake. I'm not. It's not. It's not Saltburn. I don't want it. That might be the most impressive thing I've seen you do, Jake. That was good. Definitely (laughs) wasn't anything athletic related. So. (laughs) Hey, doesn't matter. It's all good. good. Well, fellas, another victory for the boys. Back to back weeks, we got 100. percent We're on fire. Also, I did predict last that the boy would be the higher. I just remember this at Alabama. Neither here nor there. Next um, time we're all in the same place, we need to do like a trivia night. I feel like this and, is good. Good. And we did egg Zamblin. And yes. And Dan has to do hot Yes. When is the next time we're all going to be in the same city? Is the I don't know. Question. Eventually. You guys want to come to Spokane for Easter? We should have a competition amongst you guys. All get together to figure out who's going to be Arya's godfather. <laughs> we'll set up a series. A series of better choices than us. A series of athletic competitions, as well as some brain-powered tests and then endurance some drinking competitions um and ultimately i think we'll end with a cage match <laughs> if if everyone would commit on this podcast to going to hoop fest i would send it 
Ooh, that's three only three. Star. That's only three people we need to get here. Two people. That, that's Maybe. asking a lot, though. When is Jake? That's that, just when is when is pop skipping and jump away. I think I have either wedding stuff or in Alaska or, or something. Uh, oh, Jake's uh, not the godfather. Jake's out. Jake's out. I'm the only one who got married in a Catholic church besides Zane. That's true. Technically, Jake is got... actually the only eligible person. Yeah, so suck it. I'm a godfather, though. I'm a godfather, though. I'm confirmed. Oh, I'm confirmed, too. Oh, you have I to. Have... What are the yeah? What are the rules? To be yeah, Dan, you might be you might be out. You might oh, be. Oh, Dan's definitely out. He's not confirmed. You can't yeah, be. You're, a yeah, you're not confirmed. You're out. You got to send him your papers. You have oh, to be. I'm confirmed. Catholic to be a godfather. Oh, I was yes. once an altar boy. Oh. No, only one of the two technically has to be confirmed. Either the godfather or the godmother. I just went through godfather training. I had to go through it. Yeah, Dan, I don't, I don't think you could make the training. You, the, the snow would probably keep you at home. <laughs> So, so that's it. If you're if you're having your kid baptized in the Catholic Church, hey, do you really want a guy that doesn't climb ladders to be your son? I, I, I was just gonna say, uh, Arya's <laughs> gonna need help, and Dan's not gonna be able to leave the house. <laughs> I think I think Paige's more qualified to be a godfather. Yeah, I think Paige would get here sooner from San Diego than Dan would from the South Hill. <laughs> Depends on the roads. Depends on the roads. I did go to church two weeks ago. Oh. Uh-oh. The last time I went to church was Zane's wedding. <laughs> Jesus. All right, let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> All All right, boys. That's our show. Hopefully we well. beat. Oh, dear. Damn, Jake just tried hijacking the goodbye from Paige there. If, uh, yeah, Jake, what the fuck was that, dude? What? If you're still listening to this podcast, what are you doing? Weston. 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 Well, Weston's the exception. He's, he's got our, you know, I don't know if we're giving him the number one listener this year, but uh, he's got to be in the running at the very Yeah, maybe time. maybe instead of a Bulldog Award, since we suck so much, we just give out a Best Listener Award and just Yeah. <laughs> You're taking <laughs> Weston, Dad's father-in-law. I was just going to say, I think... My mom, my mom. And Zane's mom. Zane's mom. <laughs> Three strong candidates. <laughs> tweet at us. Yeah, if you, hey, if you believe like... you're a candidate, tweet at us. We get like 75 listeners a week, so there's people out there that aren't that are too, too <laughs> you nervous to fucking losers. Enjoy it. Don't listen to this. Do we, we ever confirm if the uh, the Michigan fan is still alive? Roach. 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 If you're We're out there, out for you could do an in memoriam. Which Penny? Which Penny's out there listening to us? Huh? Yeah, we're probably probably listening to somewhere. All right, Anyways. great episode. Good stuff, boys. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hopefully, we'll be a little bit more positive. Deuces! Fuck you, Dan. That's not my line.